before the meditation, here's a quote from Lama Yeshe. We instinctively, we instinctively feel that we exist as something very real, definite and substantial. So we instinctively feel that we exist as something very real, definite and substantial. So that's the first step in our meditation. We will even enhance that feeling that we exist as something real, definite and substantial. We have no doubt about this real me. And it seems absurd to think of it as just another hallucination. It seems absurd. It's like, what is he talking about? Yeah, me, I. Yeah, definitely, I. I have feelings. I have problems. It seems absurd to doubt that I. And see it as uh, another hallucination. seems to be absurd. Yet, if we take the trouble to search for this supposedly concrete I or me, we will discover that we cannot find it anywhere. And that's what we will do. Yeah? We will search for this supposedly concrete I or me. So that's the meditation. So let's start by just reconnecting. Uh, in the same way as we did in the first meditation. So if you adjust your posture, <coughs> and then you drop with your awareness into the body. supported by the breath. And then with the out-breath, as best as you can, let go of some of the unnecessary tension. So with the in-breath sliding into the body, So you find a place of rest. Of course, thoughts, they don't stop, but let them happen somewhat in the background, like the noise outside. Not 
Notice the rising and falling of your belly. And the sensations in your hands. And if it feels good for you, we call upon the presence of the Dalai Lama, the Kamapa, to ask for their protections, inspiration and guidance. And then I invite you to go back to a recent situation where you were reactive, where you felt defensive. And you recall the situation, the person involved or the situation involved. what is what's being said and then become as become aware of that sense of I of me I, I didn't <coughs> do it I am right So become aware of this I, this me, the central position. And you don't, don't think about it, don't, don't analyze it, just get a sense of dare you to say this to me? <coughs> Why did you say this to me? I feel hurt. I feel hurt by it. I.
to get a sense of it. So neither go too close <coughs> to that I, to that me, nor go into the stories and the thinking. Just get a sense of I, the central position, the one who's hurt, the one who wants to be right. stay connected with your body and you imagine that reactivity you feel that reactivity that defensiveness as if in the experience the feelings and the thoughts as if there is someone having these feelings and thoughts the center position, the I, the me. then if you, your mind wanders to something else, you come back. And uh, then next I invite you to bring something in your mind you are anxious about. And you bring yourself into a recent situation where you felt that anxiety, maybe about money, about your relationship, about your future, about your job, something you feel anxiety about. And there's also how does that does the eye, the, the the scared eye, the afraid eye, the afraid me. How does it appear to you? So there's the discomfort of the anxiety. What is the I, the me who has this anxiety? How does that appear to you? then lastly, just now, feel or get a sense of the I, central position, 
isn't there a sense that there's an owner of the body, an owner of the thoughts and feelings you have just now? So, for sure, there's thoughts and feelings and sensations. You hear something, thoughts appearing, but isn't there also a sense of a central position, I, that, that there is someone who is experiencing this? I have thoughts, I have sensations. These are my thoughts, my feelings, my sensations. So get a sense of that I. could be that it feels a bit of as if there's like a contraction within the body, like a, a, a tension, I, me, this is happening to me. So in this first uh, part of the meditation, that's all what we do. We, we try to get a sense of the I, of the me, how it appears to us. Then we move into the second part of the meditation where then we actually look for that I, for that me. We look for the central position. And if it exists, it should be become more clearer. Closer we get, more we look, more obvious it should become if it exists. And we look into the body-mind, starting with the body. So if you kind of do a slight body scan, become aware of the parts of the body, the legs, the feet, the torso, the arms, the head. And we could also say that the body is a community of millions of cells. Can you get a sense of it, that community? All the cells of the skin, the cells of the bones, the cells of the skin, of the, of the muscles, the cells of the blood, the cells of the brain, 
the organs. And so there is this community, this big community of living cells. So which one is the central position? Which one is the I, the me? Where sits the owner, the, the dictator in this community? The one who makes the decisions. So you look in your feet, in your legs, in your torso. All you find is many, many, many parts. But where is the one I, the one me, within that community, within that millions of millions of parts? searching like that within the parts of the body, within the community of cells, this open process. We find many things, but none of the things we find is the I, is the me. We find the blood moving, the heart pumping, the brain working, digestion happening, breathing happening. So life is happening, the body is alive, and there's many parts, many parts working harmoniously together, but there's no central position in this process. So if we look for the owner, for the one in control, we can't find anyone. Except the one we make up. So then we move into mind, into consciousness, into thinking. And so the same as with the body, we look into this process, into this always changing process. So what is mind? There's thoughts happening. It's the names, it's 
there's a sense of I, well, that's also a mental phenomenon, the sense of I. There's uh, the 51 mental factors of the Buddhist psychology, memories, fears, feelings, And also there is changing, moving. There's nothing solid, nothing concrete there, nothing stable, nothing lasting, like in the body. Many parts being connected with each other, an open process, a system. But where within that system, this open system, this moving, changing system, like the weather, where's the eye? Which, which one is the central position? The one you defend. The one you're afraid of. Uh, the one you worry about. Is it the name? Is it the memories? Is it the feelings? Is it the thoughts? So we are in the same insight here that we find many things, the permanent non-static flowing things, And we don't find a separate solid I. We don't find the owner of the thoughts, the owner of the feelings, except the one we make up. So now we are at this point where we have looked into the body and we have looked into the mind for the central position, for the I, for the me. And we have not found it. So for the next few moments, imagine how it is to put down the burden of the central position and be openness, be connectedness. Feel how it is. Rest in boundaryless, centerless beingness.
with nothing to defend. Sounds are happening, feelings are happening, thoughts are happening. But there's nobody there owning them. They are not mine because there's no I. When the center position drops, the mine drops also. Imagine how it is, feel how it is to put down the burden of defensiveness. And let things just flow by themselves, which they do. This moment is happening just by itself. You can relax. Nothing to defend, nothing to attain. Yes, there is a sense of I, maybe. But there's just a sense of I. That doesn't mean that there is an I. It's just a sense of I. It's just one of the many things coming and going, changing, moving. Imagine, feel how it is, if they need to be right, if they need to know, if they need to get something for yourself, if that drops, because the center position drops. Imagine how it is when the need of being famous or beautiful or happy drops away because there's nobody there. change. It's the same feelings, thoughts, sounds, but the stress drops. The defensiveness drops. 
the me, the what about me drops, the what about me drops, dissolves. What is left is just this happening by itself. that go? Are there any questions, difficulties with that meditation? Does it make sense for you? Yeah. I, I got an experience of that all we separate projectors are kind of one. Like about like the cells in a body or the drops in an ocean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there came a, a feeling of relief, kind of in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a it's an image uh, which might get which might help to feel that connectedness with others to kind of feel wow. Yes, there's a cells in my body, that's a kind of community, that's a system. That's why I naturally take care of my hands. <coughs> I'm not saying, yeah, your hands down there. I'm up here. I don't care. Uh, so and that kind of sense can be extended to you. Like, we, we are part of one body. So it's like it's like you could say, oh, initially you have a feeling feeling of I and my body, I and my body. So the Dalai Lama says, I and my body. Then I couldn't avoid, like I said, when. Before we started here, that we are all projectors. We all projectors are, are one body, but I couldn't. But who is projecting? Huh? Who is projecting? Well, all the cells or all the drops in the ocean. But then I couldn't, and there was a sense of relief. But then I couldn't avoid that there was something bigger. That was making us mm. project. Mm. So there was kind of a double 
image. Mm. Like it goes on and on. Like for instance, if you see yourself in a certain angle in a mirror, it goes on and on and on and on. Mm. If you put the mirror in a, a certain angle, you can mm. see going on, going on, going on. Yeah. Just now, on this level of the teachings uh, of this investigation, we don't go there. So, here in the second turning of the wheel, uh, the experience of selflessness or emptiness is what is called a non-affirmative negation. Non-affirmative negation means we we stay there in the non-finding. We don't set we don't put something positive into that place. So, like what you try to do is you will you try to put word and to describe the mystery of uh, awareness or mind itself or consciousness. Uh, so, and this is happening in the third turning of the wheel. But in the second turning of the wheel, we stay with the non-finding. We stay with that <gasps> with that openness. And then we are not like, yeah, but then there seems to be a presence and there seems to be like awareness and where does the projection come from? We don't go there. We stay in the in this dramatic moment of not finding something which we so much believed is there. Okay, so I was running a little you, bit. You were running ahead. And and that's and that's no. It's like it it is of course. On one hand, it could be a bit of the I, you no, know, still finding a kind of immortality or something. You know, like the I. Then okay, I don't exist, but I'm actually consciousness itself. Ah, so I'm I'm kind of. I'm safe. I'm on the safe side. Yeah. So, I oh, sure, sure. I'm not the separate solid I, but I, I am primordial consciousness. No, but I didn't feel safe when I said that. That's a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> so. In the in uh, in the Parjana Paramita Sutras, it says when the Buddha delivered these teachings, uh, some of the monks they fainted, yeah, because they couldn't stand it. It was too much, and that's why he then came with a third turning of the wheel, kind of assuring, yeah, yeah, you don't exist, but there is that Buddha nature thing. When it comes to turning of the wheel to spring. The third turning of the wheel. No, no, you right. you said I was a little ahead. Ah, okay. My thinking. So when comes the lecture about third? Turn I think it sneaks in. I, I I think it sneaks in all the time. What did you say? I think it sneaks in all the time when yeah. we when we explore and when I teach because. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, sometimes during the meditation, I fell into some intellectual thinking about mm. um, why is there this uh, feeling of a separate self and then mm. I was thinking like yeah everything together makes up something mm. uh, and why is it like that and sometimes 
I can really, not in this meditation, but in some other types, I can really feel that we're all connected, at least for short moments and this emptiness and all mm. this. But, but now I fell more into like this intellectual, like, uh, hmm, mm. why, what is this and why? And why do mm. I feel this, that it's me? Um, mm. It's like really difficult to really let go of it because there is something that like uh, holds it together. Yeah. And why and what is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, I, I think it's uh, this is. I mean, that's part of the investigation to contemplate. To contemplate like this, mm-hmm. uh, and then at one point when you have contemplated this for a few months or a few years and you have been thinking, then sometimes you would need to see that as a distraction in this meditation and just let it go. Like you would let go in meditation of all distractions and you would go back to the to the looking. Yeah. But right now it's it's fine to have like a mixture of it. Yeah. A mixture because of when when I look, I don't find anything. Not not something solid that I. That's, yeah. There is nothing solid like me but that I can find. But yeah. But still, there is something. I I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still there is something. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. What um, is that something? Because I don't know what you are thinking. It's I'm still like separate somehow from. I'm not like otherwise. Yeah, I cannot put words on it, but it's something like I I'm conscious of my thoughts, but I'm not conscious of your thoughts. There is mm-hmm. something separate mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes, so there is uh, like uh, there is a slight different <laughs> experience here than there's a d- than than there's there. Yeah. Also, we can't really, we can't really f- find a strict boundaries because, like, you know, maybe the, maybe the fear you feel, if you would fear fear now, uh, could be also could be actually my fear. So there is not a fix mm. like this, yeah? mm. but still there seems to be a kind of a center, like a gravity of awareness, which is like which is different there than here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. But what we are now, uh, what we are now, what we are now negating, what we are now refuting, is that that experience is experienced by someone solid, separate. We don't negate that there is a different, mm. that there is different feelings there. There is yeah. different feelings there. Yeah. But what we are now. Uh, what we are investigating into is who is the owner of that ex- different experience? But yes, there is a different experience, but who is owning it? Mm. I, I think I fall into like, why is it like that or something? <laughs> why, why is it like that? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> why? Why is it like that? So, what? Wh- why? Uh, <laughs> Why is it like that? So, what, what, what do you, uh, what, what is the? 
that? What is that? <laughs> Why is it like that? <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> like what? Yeah, it's difficult. <laughs> um. So, so you could ask why? Why is it like that? That I feel separate. Where? What's the purpose yeah. of it? Where yeah. is it coming from? Mm -hmm. That would be a question. Yeah. 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 Why? 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 Um. <coughs> um One possible, uh, not answer, but possible response to that question is when we just look at, uh, in, um, from the Buddhist point of view, this question does not make sense if you are asking for original cause, like the beginning of it. Mm. Uh, that, that question does not make sense in the Buddhist kind of thinking, because uh, that there is no, nothing like an original cause because there needs to be something before that. So, and before that, and mm. before that. So that's why they talk about beginningless. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but we could uh, ask uh, that question like uh, regarding the present moment. So mm. what is the, what is the, well, yeah, why is it happening like that? And a possible response to that is, It's because we're afraid of the connectedness, of the openness. It's like a, a kind of security. Mm. Uh, so if we know, it's like that, that, uh, that vastness, that openness, that amazing love which comes with that, and that amazing responsibility mm. is like too much. And then we kind of rather retract, retract into our little nest. Yeah, that makes <coughs> sense. Uh, and that, and Trungpa Rinpoche says, uh, says, that movement, that contraction is happening in each moment. Like, mm -hmm. each moment is like, I, 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 I. Mm -hmm. Because, no, no, not, not like this. Yeah. I, I. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and this movement of I, I is, um, is uh, b happening since beginningless time. So they don't say there was this original moment where this I first appeared. Mm. No, this, this, uh, this <coughs> instinct of I, I, the cause for that is the, is the instinct just a moment before, just a moment before, just a moment before. So it was, it's born of, a, of this habit, which you can't trace back to the first moment when this habit arose. So this uh, contraction of the I in, 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 the, in, the, in the moment of uh, possibility to be open and connected, that's also exactly what happens at the death process. And it is actually that con contraction which then uh, makes, uh, makes us, uh, uh, makes the journey continue. No, the journey within the within the eye. So there's there's like I I, and there's less and less to identify in the death process because you lose your you know you lose your memories, you lose your you lose your purpose, you lose you lose your friends, you lose your name. So it's like and there's more and more like panic, you know, like I I, you know, but there's nothing to to put your feet or foot on because your conceptual mind 
can't loses its capacity to keep things together mm. like so and then when the final opening is happening what is called the clear light mind and then now we move into the third turning of the wheel so what is that opening but we don't do that so then out of habit there is this contraction again i and then we are looking oh there's a there's a womb of a dog and then we are there question to that yes are all people um, longing for this openness are we all yeah. longing to be in the openness or it seems so that's why we like sex so much yeah. mm. like and, and, and and you know getting drunk and feeling connected yeah. and uh, and uh, yeah so so we feel comfortable and safe in groups and uh, or in families and so it's like it's a natural that we have that longing. that longing okay. for yeah that's the spiritual search and mm-hmm. you know probably addictions are for example are all expression mm-hmm. of that of that spiritual longing that feeling mm-hmm. yeah like when we are dancing to the same rhythm yeah in a group yes mm-hmm. That's uh, yeah. It's that's a big part of uh, spiritual traditions, also to kind of move together, to sing together, to pray together. It's like expanding that sense. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm talking about surrendering, surrendering. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's so interesting that paradox of how we're all longing to return to our true home and yet when we start to relax and start to feel that we're like becoming more aware then uh, for most people there can arise that sense of fear that mm-hmm. I oh things are dissolving like the feelings are dissolving I can't hold on anymore to the sense of I and then fear comes instead of <laughs> And you're already there, so you, mm. you have both. You want to go there, yes. but yeah. you don't want to let go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's it's so particular hard, or it's particular challenging if you stay with the second turning of the wheel, mm. because there, like nothing is. You are really pushed uh, beyond the conceptual mind into the abyss of not knowing, of groundlessness. And, and that's uh, that's like dying. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm thinking about like clinging and holding, <coughs> like sorrow. Mm. Why are we? Uh, because that's a, a bit of I as well, but it's not a good thing. But still, there is this mm. clinging to it. Yes, it's yeah. strange. Yeah, that's Do how the think? that's how the I survives. Yeah, but it's a negative. Yeah, but it's better. It's better to survive miserably than <laughs> than, than to uh, to let go. Uh, so it's like it feels safe. It's a safe. It's yeah. Feeling yeah. So the sorrow yeah the, the 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 egoic structure will clings to uh, clings to clings to problems, clings to drama, cling, clings to wounds, clings to because that's how it survives. 
it's like a parasite. It's a parasite living from pain. Yeah, but I could understand it better if it wanted to cling to good things. <coughs> yeah. But it's a parasite, yeah, yeah. so it takes yeah. it all. Yeah, yeah. yes. It's, yeah, whatever right. it gets. Yeah, whatever it gets. And if there's misery, then <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. okay, I eat okay. that. Okay. Yeah. There's one, uh, I, I told that before, it's a little story about this, um, which is a good um, analogy for, for this uh, investigation, for, for this inside meditation. So this is like vipassana, inside meditation, to look into the experience and uh, find that there's nothing solid, nothing concrete there. And that is uh, a story about the teacher Dipama, who she was a, a, a woman from India who uh, was acknowledged as a liberate, liberated being. And in the 80s, she Westerners started to attend her teachings. And then <coughs> she was invited to teach in the United States in the 80s. And on her first trip, when she came to New York, one of her sh students, Sharon Salzberg, she, she uh, showed her uh, a bankomat, an automatic teller machine, and like kind of show off the, <coughs> the uh, accomplishments of the West. And um, so she showed, like she put in the card and pressed the numbers, and the money came out. And while she was doing it, Deepama, like this tiny Indian woman in a sari, she was looking there. She was standing there and she was looking at it and she said, Oh, this is so sad. This is so sad. And then Sharon Salzberg asked her, What is so sad? And then Deepama says, Oh, this poor person which is sitting there in this box the whole day without light and it's so so small and it's getting your card and sending out the money <laughs> and Sharon Salzberg says no 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 there is no person in that in this machine it's just the process happening and then Dipama says ah this is exactly what the Buddha meant when he was teaching about anatta about selflessness so there's a process happening, but there's not an I or a me or a person sitting there behind the process, being in control or being the victim of the process. So what we do in this kind of meditation, in the vipassana meditation, we look into the process, which is sensations, thoughts and feelings. So just exactly what is happening. So that is the process. And we take the screws like this, you know, Let's let's imagine Sharon Salzbeck took her toolbox, you know, like to pr to prove her point, and she started to screw the machine, yeah, looking for that, wanting to liberate this person, enlightenment, liberation for this person, 
So we take and we take the parts, and in this case we take the skin, the blood, the hair. Then there is like a bit, uh, like a hardware, uh, no, um, like a, a, a something where we can put the mind. Yeah. So we take we take the parts, and all the time we think, oh, there must be a Stefan Stefan here, which needs to be liberated. No, the one who is suffering, who, the one who wants to be enlightened. So we take it apart, and, and then. <laughs> In the end, we have all these parts, those are parts of the Benkomat, and there's like, oh, wow, there wasn't, there wasn't ever a prisoner. There was nobody in, in that. <laughs> there is nobody, there's nobody who needs to get enlightened or needs to be liberated. And that's the enlightenment, that's the liberation. To see there is no person in the machine. There is a process, yes. So there is feelings, thoughts, and sensations, and that's it. It's uh, not very easy to. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what it's is not very straightforward, is it? <laughs> I think it's very straightforward. <laughs> so let's see. Let, let's do it with you. So if you. If you if you take your hair, yeah, your I can skin. see. Yeah, I can see what you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That thing, it, it yeah. is okay. Yes. Yeah. And then. <laughs> but the core that you know you're born with some. Uh, you may be introvert or extrovert. Yeah, that's you know? we too. We put yeah. that into that the little heart into, into the mind box. It's yeah. like a hard drive. Okay. Yeah. So there's yes. introversion. There's this. There's. Pers pers personalities, or there's there's this, but which of them is the I? All together. Uh, so all together, all together is the I. So what is the all together? Where does that come from? Show me the all together. Flesh, the body. So you are saying you are the flesh, you are the body. It's the. Um, no, that's the house. The house <coughs> of what? Who's who's living in the house? <laughs> processes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, but they're not looking for processes. <coughs> that's that's not the object of negation. The object of negation is not processes. The object of negation is that there is someone living in that house. Mm. So we're looking into the house and we look at It's a story, experiences. It's a story, yes. So, yes. That's, that's, it's a story. <coughs> so you worry about story. You worry about a story. You worry about something which you, you make up. You talk about uh, a self or an I or... I'm very intellectual, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I'm talking about... The, the owner of the body and mind. Mm, the owner. And the owner has uh, <coughs> look, looks upon it, uh, himself or herself as something. As something, what, yes. what is a psychosis for you? Uh, <coughs> still in the psychosis, in a psychosis there is a sense of I. Mm. 
because there's fear, there's a sense of being overwhelmed by by the by the input. Uh, you not f so there is <coughs> chaos. Uh, there is a sense of I. So it could be that a psychosis is kind of a spiritual experience while still clinging to the I. Whereas a saint might have a similar experience as a psychotic person, mm -hmm. but is completely relaxed and free in it because okay. there is no I to cling to. There is mm. no there is no need to make sense or there is no need to. Okay. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So this all together, you know, of course, that's a conclusion you could make. Yeah, but it's all together. <coughs> but all together is a projection. It's something we. It's it's like you say. It's a story. It's a label. It's it's a mental creation all together. Like all together is taking taking a, a like a, a mental crayon, a big crayon, and make like a line around this, mm -hmm. and then call it all together, mm -hmm. and that's me. Yeah. Uh, so. Yes, you can say it's all together, but then you have to you have to realize that this it's all together that that is a conceptual function. It's something we we project. Mm -hmm. It's it's completely valid to say, yeah, I am all this together. I am this process. Yeah, it that's. But when I say it, I am this process, there is a sense of as if they did the I. Yeah, I, 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 I am this process. And it is this I which is being negated. There is an identification <laughs> with I am this process. Oh, yeah, I, I know that I'm not solid and real and separate, but I am this process. I. Yeah, so, and it is that I which is being refuted, that I which is the process. It's a simplification that the brain does, I guess. For otherwise, it it would be impossible to. It it has a, it has the uh, it has a function, yes, and it is uh, like in our development. So like with 15 months or something like this, uh, it has to happen, that process of creating a sense of separateness, a sense of I, yes, that's right. So there is a, uh, there is a, um, like a, uh, an, a purpose to it or a necessity, ne it's necessary, it's a necessary step in our development. But then but then we live our life if, as, as if it is more than that. Sometimes I don't get it why we have to have so much feelings and processing and all that. What's the purpose? We could go through life with a, or 
it's got to have a point that you feel sad sometimes and happy sometimes and have to set boundaries sometimes and you mean like an overall overall mean meaning yeah mm. yeah yeah that's uh, that's not uh, that's yeah, the, the, that's not what what you would uh, <coughs> what you would. Uh, that's not something being taught in Buddhism that there is a meaning behind <coughs> behind the different uh, feelings that you have. Or? Uh, there is no like. Uh, There is not like a, a deeper meaning for it. Oh. Why, why it is happening? Like uh, it's happening. You you have you have according to the Buddhist teachings, the experience you have just now today, all your feelings and thoughts, they are happening because of your karma. That's what. Karma. Yeah. And, um, and I'm thinking like that's life. The water is running and the feelings are coming and going. Yeah, and they are coming and going because they are, they are, they are uh, connected with ways of living and habits and ways of beings before. Yeah. 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 So in that way, they are not falling from the sky like randomly. No. They 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 happen. They happen because this moment is connected with everything else, whatever happens, mm. whatever happened. Mm. And, and, and it can't be different than it is just now. And I will never know <coughs> what my karma is way, way back. I will never get an answer to that. Yeah. The only thing I can do now is living it, in it. Yeah, so the you, you can kind of from this point, from these teachings, you can kind of con conclude, uh, like, you no, know, like if you, if you have a lot of, like, you have a re recurring challenge in your life, um, like a, a physical challenge or a mental challenge, then you kind of can conclude. Oh, yeah. So this. This is coming from certain activities and attitudes and uh, experiences in in the past. Mm. So, yeah, like, if you if you <coughs> want to if you want to understand your karmic background, just look at the way your life is just now. And uh, and since we are living in Sweden, and with that we are on the like, I mean, it's like heaven. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, I mean, we really got it. I mean, somehow we made it here. Uh, it's like, so that means. And from the Buddhist point of view, this is not falling from the sky. So we have created 
we've, we have created the causes for that. Or we, when I say we, I, I talk about a stream of consciousness, yeah? a stream of consciousness, which is not you, like the, the person. The, yeah, yes, yeah. And that stream of consciousness is connected with everything else. It's not like my stream of consciousness. Yeah, so it's a stream of consciousness. But uh, so the reason why that stream of consciousness uh, right now enjoys to live in, in Sweden, to have this experience of Sweden, means that there was a lot of generosity in the, in, in the habit of that stream of consciousness in previous lives. You must, you, when I say now you, I'm not saying you as a little person we are identified with, but you must have been a very generous person because it's like you're bombarded by generosity just now. And then, of course, there's the, 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 the anxiety, the struggle in this life, and, and so on and so on. And that also has causes. Yeah. I mean, you can, uh, it's obvious we can, live here in, we can live in Sweden and be completely miserable. And also that has, uh, that is also being traceable within that stream of consciousness. So, but then this stream of consciousness is not owned by a separate solid person. And, and also that stream of consciousness, you can't find the boundaries of it. So in, and so in that way, uh, so in that way, that stream of consciousness is connected with everything else. Yes. It's meaning. It's meaningless in a way, of course. But I'm often thinking, am I doing my maximum? Is there something that I could do that I'm not in contact with in, in various aspects of my life? Could I do mm. something to help me or the world better? So when when you say I and me, what are you referring to? Can I can I do better? No. Can I do better? So the I that, that I. So what that are you? I, yeah, yeah. But, but it's hard to not have. <laughs> but, but so what but happens with your question? It appears like Ambrit. Is there something uh, that that energy can do better for everyone? Benefit good. So. Mm. Oh, it's hard. Uh, yes, it's a good uh, it's a good question. No, if there is no controller, no owner, what is with uh, free will? What is with making decisions? The, uh, the way we usually th would think about decisions or free will would assume that there is an I which makes these decisions. Mm -hmm. So if and then if we look for the I, as we did now, and we don't find an I, then this whole concept of decisions starts to shake. 
yeah. starts to fall apart. Yeah, yes it does. But yet I could have a little bad conscience to not doing maximum for the benefits of the world's best. Yeah, and that, that feeling of uh, that feeling arising there, uh, that is arising because of interconnectedness, because of your karma. So it's uh, so this whole this whole idea of free will and decisions making uh, really starts to starts to shake, yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's and, and 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 as soon as that starts to shake, there is the I. <laughs> hey, no, but I make the decisions. Are you saying that everything is that I can't decide? Yeah, so it's like the high is speaking up because it's like uh, it really needs to feel, the eye needs to feel that I'm in control, that I make the decision yeah. and that I am responsible. Yeah. And, and I can't guilt that I'm not doing maximum, but that is an illusion. I can just be... <laughs> I don't know if Again. that would be the conclusion. Huh? I don't know if that is a, if that is a, no, uh, yeah. So what what are we left now with? Hi. <laughs> 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 but if there's no free will, yeah. Um, what? what I, I'm not saying that there there is no free will because that is too. No, that is an extreme <coughs> position. Yeah, but uh, so what is free will for you? I turn right instead of left when I go out, for instance. And and who's making that decision? Uh, a wanting. Oh. Yeah, and this Thought. wanting, this wanting, mm -hmm. uh, uh, where does it come from? you have the answer? <laughs> 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 That's why I love. That's me. It, are, are you... No. Yes, me. I. Yeah, but yes. what is that I? It depends on how, if you're biolog a biologist <laughs> or psychologist or just a human being. For, it's a projection. For... Yeah, you but you have you have the feeling that I make the decisions. So who is that making decisions? Who is that? Well, uh, we or are, is it? We're bounded by the language, and we're limited by the language. And yeah, but say, I'm, I'm, I'm a, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you say I, me. So that's language. That's mm. a word. But what are you referring to? The flesh. <laughs> <laughs> the flesh makes a decision. <laughs> <laughs> <Fish>. Wow! <laughs> this, or this. So what is it? What is it? Or is it that decisions just appear? <laughs> that thoughts just appear, and then no, thoughts appear, and then we make the conclusion. I. There's a thought. There must be an I. It's my thought. I. So there is a decision. Uh, it depends on how, from from which angle you see at it. If you see, you know, uh, the brain, uh, synapses, and so on, that's one very 
physical and materialistic explanation. So then, so the, so let's say the, so there's an abscess brain mm -hmm. and a decision appears. So where who makes the decision? Experiences. So the, then there is nobody. Then there is no free decision. Well, then why talk about karma if we are decided to to get to to be? A, a yeah, but, the next but we are not going there now. <laughs> we were just staying in this <laughs> in this. Uh, yes, okay. Uh, That's fine. So, when a decision appears... Do you have any... any it's a any representation say? of something. I don't know. Uh, have you ever anything... Uh, no. A decision, a decision appears, so I, I go left. Mm. Because I have to, is that to really make food to is, my children, is is it's a... It's simplification. Yeah, but for it's me hard. it sounds there's no free will at all in you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounds that you feel that you are bound by maybe the brain and the and and the and your children and and yes. and, 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 and habits and mm. so so where's the free decision there? I have to say it's the it's the survival instinct because if I don't if I don't turn right maybe I bicycle out in front of a car and I get I will die so of course mm -hmm. it's my survival instinct that say go there now mm -hmm. but is that free decision <coughs> like if you I don't know if you like if but you if you now make a quick movement and I do like this yeah. this is not free decision Because maybe you think that I will attack you. So yeah, but this is not free decision. Definitely. I, it, for me, it does not feel like free decision at all. If I would have free decision in that moment, I would say I would stay seated. Hmm. I would decide to stay seated. Then you have trust that I won't uh, attack you. Yeah, but that would be my decision. That's good. <laughs> if, if even if you like put an example in front of other person, like this is something you like, this is ice cream, and this is something you don't like, this is like yeah. shit or something like that. So, I, I know you're going to pick the ice cream because that is what you want, and you can still say no, just to show you that I make the free will. Like I'll pick the yeah. shit just because, like a reverse yeah. psychology. But but still, in that case, it was the process of being defiant of proving the other one wrong that mm. brought that decision to you mm. not free will mm -hmm. yeah so in a sense like I, i've never in my own experience found uh, a free will but obviously there is choices there is intention there is uh, uh, all these things so mm. but still all choices in me in myself are uh, affected or are influenced by arising. so yes yeah, so many arising. things yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. So, as i understand as, as i understand there's something <laughs> behind yeah. the i and not the i but me something behind me um, something that's behind me mm. and that's this not 
the projection in mm-hmm. me. Yeah. You know? yeah. That's the, the projection I have to see. Because the I are emotion, I am the flesh, I am um, consciousness and all that. But something behind that yeah. is something that can't say, it, it, it doesn't have words. Yeah. I can't, I can't put a word Th- on Then it. you go into the third turning of the wheel. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's fine. I mean, I'm not. Uh, it's not. It's not bad. Don't go. But 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 that's uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's then uh, investigating into the nature of mind or into the nature of consciousness, into the nature of awareness. Yeah. For the longest time, when I uh, explored these teachings. Uh, the, the purely emptiness teachings. Uh, uh, I I thought that okay because there is no I and like I get it logically and then I need to enforce that into my experience. I need to feel there is no I because if I feel there is an I, then oh no, I'm still confused. I'm not enlightened. So my uh, hope and idea was that. When there is no sense of separation, then I am enlightened. And so, so really trying to like convince myself yeah, that yeah. even though it feels like I am here, no, this is not real. And it should, there was this relief. But that feeling is like even if it comes and goes and changes, and I don't, I don't think I will ever be free from this sense of I. Yeah. And, so it wasn't until the tantric teachings where, where I found the re- relief in oh the the feeling and the, the the sense of I is necessary, but we should have a good sense of I, a healthy sense of I, mm-hmm. instead, and not try to not feel anything, not feel I, because mm-hmm. as soon as there is a feeling, a sensation, there is, there can also come a sense of I, a small <coughs> contraction, and if. If, if I the, make that the, into a big of a deal, the, the I, the I being refuted, is not this sense of I. Mm. The I being refuted is the I, where you have, like the I who is trying to get enlightened. Mm. The I who is mm. that—that's the I which is being refuted. Mm. Why did you say that? <laughs> 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 Uh, why? It just happened. <laughs> I didn't have any control. <laughs> Maybe one could translate I uh, with a carrier of gather consciousness through lifetimes back. No sitting here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can say a lot of things. But it, and when we're talking about karma, that karma has resulted. I'm sitting on this chair, and that is consciousness. Yeah. Consciousness gathered, gathered, gathered. Mm-hmm. So, so summer, summary here now so now you t- you you told a, a wonderful story <laughs> so what happens if we 
write this story on a piece of paper and put it together and burn it. What is then? Nothing. Nothing. There is nothing? Like, what do you mean with nothing? Nothing to find. Well, when the fire ate the paper, maybe there are some molecules floating. <laughs> <laughs> I was more referring to how it feels, or what, hap what is happening in you. When, when you when you see you know, this, uh, what we are doing now, we are telling us stories. Yeah. So what happens if we for a moment you know, write all these stories down on a piece of paper and we throw it out the window? My, uh, the consciousness just witnessed that. And how does that feel? What is happening in you? Maybe the consciousness cannot feel. Now, what is happening in you when you uh, write these stories we have been telling ourselves now, when you write them onto a paper and you throw them out of the window? But it doesn't matter, anyway. What is happening in you then? Neutral. Neutral. That, uh -huh. that, that was uh, uh, one mm. reflection yeah. of many that could be. Mm. Yeah, neu neutral is, I mean, neutral is quite good often. Yeah. I mean, I don't need to ho hold on to these concepts as I mm. expressed now. Mm. It could be one of many facets. Yes. But this yeah. with the consciousness struck me. Mm. That I mm. am the collect, collect the, the jar or carrier of all the consciousness since beginning, who made me sit here now, and everyone else. Mm -hmm. But but yeah. what I said, if you wrote it on a paper, burning to throw it out the window, yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't need this to be the explanation yes, yes. solidly. Yeah. I don't need it to be yeah, the explanation yeah, yeah. solidly. Yeah. I don't want to have exclusive rights mm, on mm. that to be the truth. Mm -hmm. oh, no. mm, okay. Yes. It's just a reflection. Mm -hmm. And I felt and there was a stroke of truth in it with the consciousness, with the collective consciousness. Mm -hmm. I like that image of uh, the stream of consciousness. Yeah, because that's the truth. Mm -hmm. That was not, that part was not the bait what I felt mm -hmm. in, in the core of me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Time is up. Let's sit quietly for a few minutes and <coughs> slide out of the day.
So if you just check in again. Where are you now? breath is happening and sounds are happening thoughts are happening a certain mood just now. And this is like the weather, changing, moving. It's a display of your karma. Like the weather, you can't find the boundaries within that experience. It's connected with everything else. And it is moving through you. It's a unique moment in your life and it will never happen again. And it, it can be experienced only through you. And you can feel your breath and you can listen to your thoughts having your feelings. You are aware. What a mystery, a miracle. Then we can reconnect with our intention for this morning. <coughs> and may this morning be a, a contribution to that.